The Trader Cobb Crypto Show, talking business in blockchain. Yeah, think of the things you want to ask because essentially, you know, the market's been, it's got a beating since Thursday, Thursday night, and um, it happened Thursday night and then I, I was hosting an event on the Friday all day in Sydney here. So I didn't have much chance to get any content out to, to sort of um, put you guys uh, at ease, I suppose. And also I didn't, um, I also didn't get to get anything out over the weekend or yesterday because as I've told you before, I've got chronic fatigue syndrome and it put me in bed. So I spent the, uh, spent the weekend resting and yesterday resting as well. So um, where's the bottom? I don't know. Bottom line is if we break down uh, to new lows, let me just check out what that level is. New lows this year, which is, let me just check. Was it five, seven, five, five? So if we break down to new lows, that's the point at which um, I think we'll, we'll have a fall. Uh, if we break new lows, then the next level uh, of support really for me is around 3,000. Uh, I know. It might not be what you want to hear, uh, but for me, I look at horizontal support levels. I don't look at anything else, and uh, there is horizontal support uh, around 3,000. There were some great trades last year around 3,000, actually. That was kind of the area, my first pullback trade, actually, uh, on this market sometime, I think, late September. September 11. Ah, whoa. This time last year, actually, we were in an uptrend. We pulled back into the cradle zone on the weekly. I'm just having a look at now. And um, look, I, I think, you know, if, if we do break those lows, uh, we, the, the year lows, I think we'll, we'll, you know, that is the next level of support. Now, that doesn't mean we'll get there. I'm not suggesting that at all. Uh, I'm suggesting that there is support down around those levels. <clears throat> yeah, you know, I know, hey, guys, uh, I know that people don't really like hearing that. But, you know, I'm not, you know, <laughs> I'm not really here to tell you what you want to hear. I'm here to tell you. Uh, what I see and, and speak my mind or you know, just tell you the truth of what I see. And, and that is the truth of what I see. Now, let me tell you something from uh, the event that I was at on the weekend. Sorry, on, on Friday, the, was it called? Sydney Crypto Investment and ICO Show. It was pretty cool, actually. It was, it was really good, a really mature uh, audience, um, uh, more uh, VC people, um, fund managers, business people. And a high net worth, that was basically what the show had a lot of. Not a huge audience, I'll be honest, but uh, really quality people. Uh, some of the people that were there, I, uh, I got to, obviously, because I introduced everybody on the Friday, but I had a panel as well. Um, some really interesting conversations coming onto that panel. And um, one of the things that I, can, um, that, I, that I found interesting that I thought I'd share with you guys is if you consider one person in particular, his name was Yale, cars right in front of me. Yale was um, basically somebody who invested in Amazon uh, a long, long time ago, you know, back, back when it was uh, all about, um, back when it was all about trading, oh, sorry, back when Amazon was still new and, and tech was still relatively new. The internet was still relatively new. He was, I can't remember if it was $1 or $10 that he was buying Amazon at. Now, he was actually making a joke of it because he's, he's been divorced uh, since that point and his wife has all the Amazon shares and she's recently got in contact with him and said, oh, should I sell my Amazon shares? And he's like, you know what? You might want to sell something. So he, he kept it really fairly inconspicuous. But my point being is that from the point when he bought, it went 
straight you know, had a really good run up through the dot com. Then it came straight back off to uh, to around the same level he invested in. Now many that were buying this time last year or early last year are about in that same position. Now he said the same for Ethereum and Bitcoin. So the guy haven't sold anything. He said I haven't sold my Ethereum. He's got millions of dollars of Ethereum, millions of dollars of Bitcoin. So look, I I you know I watched it go up and I've watched it go back down, and um. He's not selling it. And he said, the reason is it's a strong conviction buy for him. He's not, he's not there just for a quick pump. You know, this is the thing I talk about a lot to the crypto community, which were, you know, very young, very immature, uh, very rational as a market. Uh, we make decisions long-term. We, we focus on basically structuring, or sorry, we, we focus on what we want to happen more than what we think is logical. Uh, crypto logic is very different, but right now we've seen the market come off and there's a lot of people that are very upset and whatnot. But I, I, I'm not worried about this at the moment because I've made good investments and I'm happy to stand by them. Yes, I've been taking a bath just like you on the investment side of things. Trading, different story. We can trade short. It's fine. Um, but I thought that was really interesting. It was good to hear from uh, people that have got more experience than I. These, you know, these men have been around for a lot longer than I had and have been investing for a lot longer. So it's just a nice bit of perspective for you guys to consider the, along the lines of don't fret. If you're investing in good projects, you know, we're in it for the long haul, so are other people. Do I still have a video coming out this Thursday about trading and building ETH as a strategy? Now you've said that. Trading and building ETH strategy. Yep. I will, um, I will put that video out as some sort of uh, content across social media. So it will be about how to build Bitcoin, how to build an ETH portfolio. And look, if you, if, by the way, if you guys aren't on my free bi-weekly video newsletter, you should get across it. Uh, it's, it's like, it's free. You get two videos a week. It's different content than what I put out on social media. And it's important. It's good. It's good stuff. Uh, what was the dive created from? I've got no idea on that, Hesh. It's, it's uh, the market does what the market does. Uh, the, the bottom line is there are more sellers than there were buyers. Uh, what are your thoughts on ScoMo's selective opinion on, of crypto? Uh, there were some interesting conversations being had today um, about crypto in the space. I've been flat out trying to catch up after I have had a few days off and I had a few meetings today. So I've got to be honest, I haven't actually um, read what Scott Morrison has to say about crypto. I, I think he was asked a question by somebody. Um, I, I will have to go and assess that, but um, whatever. Australia's got a great potential, a great opportunity now. Will we take it on board? Will we turn our back to it? Let's wait and see. Uh, it's my strategy man, for the long haul, get as much ETH as possible. Yep, no dramas, I'll, I'll cover that. Thoughts on Ethereum Classic? I don't have it in my watch list. Uh, margin pairs, let's have a look. I'm just pulling it up. I know you can't see this, but I can tell you. Oh, it's unless the weekly chart, no one looks so funky. Just pretty average. Uh, honestly, it's it's just sort of, it's pretty pretty ugly right now. There's no conviction either direction. We've got potentially higher, low, potentially lower, high to set. Uh, there's not a great deal. Right now, in the, yeah, as we see in the market, that it's um it's a good time to be patient. It's a good time to be working on other things. Um, there's one one market, uh, one pair that I'm looking at and considering properly, uh, and that is Litecoin against Bitcoin. There's a very strong level of support. Let me tell you what that level is. The level is at... 0.00846. You'll see a support level in there. Uh, that's the level I'm watching potential. Oh, sorry, that's the level I'm watching currently for a Bitcoin breakout short. 
other than that, there's a couple of trends that I like to look off, but they're a little way off. I'll probably re, you know, check again tomorrow when I do my top 100 scan, uh, and that's when I'll go through it a little bit more. What about Litecoin? Think I answered your question there, Robbie Jane. That is uh, against Bitcoin, an opportunity potentially setting up for those that have the Bitcoin breakout strategy. Uh, when shorting trades, how much leverage do you recommend? The, look, that's um, that's some, that's a total. That's up to you. I mean, with Bitmax, you can get um, times a hundred. So that's times 10 leverage. It's not actually, I don't believe it's actually a hundred times uh, margin, not from uh, what I've looked at anyway. I'm, I may be very wrong there, um, but it's up to you. Uh, my suggestion is with leverage to double-edged sword. So always start small and get your comfort levels up before moving into it. There's nothing worse than um, entering something new and getting burnt very, very quickly. It can often turn you away from when, you know, it's, it's margins a good thing. You just got to understand uh, what margins are. As I look at this picture of myself that you see, I need to get my pictures back up. I changed office, you see. I need to get that plant picture there and there. I'm, I'm incomplete. Yeah, I'm definitely incomplete. No, I'm good, thanks. Uh, sorry, cleaners just popped in. Okay, my favorite alts. Look, I don't really share that too often. Uh, I'll leave you guys to make your own decisions, especially not now. I don't, I don't want people running out buying things just because I spoke of them. Uh, I'm not, you know, I'm not a fundamental expert. Um, I invest based on what I invest in. I do hold Bitcoin. I do hold Ethereum. I do hold CAN as in Content Ad Network. And I do hold Horizon State. That's, that's some of what I do hold. But I'm not suggesting anything's a favorite. It's just what I hold. Ranging hard to scalp or travel. Yeah, I agree, Mark. When the markets are ranging, it's you just got to move on. Uh, there are some trends out there. You just got to wait for those pullbacks. And you know we do continue to see trends forming and, and and markets moving. It's just a matter of waiting for the right time. A lot of people, what they do is they they um they trade when they shouldn't trade, uh, and they over trade when they should trade. Um, so basically, over trading kills you. Being patient, waiting for the opportunities is what you need to do. It also means you don't carry as much risk. Uh, usually, when the market tanked, uh, I was long Bitcoin, Litecoin. And I got filled in NEO against Bitcoin as well. I got stopped out on Bitcoin for a loss. I had the chance to scale out on that and take pro, um, to minimize my risk, but I didn't. I chose not to. That was a plan from day dot. Um, anyone that's in my market view subscription will know that, that I had sort of stood by and said, look, I'm happy to take the risk on that. Litecoin, I did lock in profit because we got a really nice move and a pullback in. And I was able to, sorry, you know, as it fell, I got stopped out, took profit there. And NEO was just basically entry, bang, stop. <laughs> it happened really quickly. So, yeah, it's just a matter of minimizing the risk and trading when the trading opportunities present themselves. Had many profitable trades. Like, yeah, Litecoin against, uh, against the dollar was a profitable trade. The week before, that was really good. August was a pretty good month, actually. Start of September, started off with one profit in Litecoin, a loss in Bitcoin, a loss in NEO against Bitcoin. And since then, uh, I haven't traded. So that was, I got stopped. I think it was, the, uh, was it Wednesday night or Thursday night? The dump happened. I can't remember. Uh, but I haven't traded since. What do you think of Nano at the moment? Uh, I don't. There's, it's not on my watch list, so you know it's it's pulled back too far. What color is your Lambo? I don't want a Lambo, um, but my, but it's green. No, it's not. I don't want a Lambo. Uh, Legend, when the bull run finally is in full force, at what percentage gains are you looking to sell in Bitcoin and altcoins? I'm not looking for a percentage gain. When it gets parabolic, when it gets silly. Um, I wait for the cycle to play through. It was sort of at about 15,000. I started to see it last time. Um, and that was when we started to look for exits. But usually usually it doesn't just go straight up and then bang straight down. You usually get a bit of uh, messiness. And I commentated through that period. I didn't have the audience that I do now. 
Um, but throughout that period, I said, look, it, it is starting to get messy. I think there's a video somewhere on my website, tucked away somewhere. And look, good news, we're rebuilding the whole website. It's going to be live in the next couple of weeks, new member portals, new everything. It's looking so sick. I can't wait. I'm so excited. It's smooth. It looks brilliant. It's easy to navigate. I know it's a mess right now, guys. I'm sorry. We built that. I'm not a website engineer, <laughs> but it's coming. It's going to be fantastic. and I can't wait, <sighs> but it's not there just yet. But yeah, it's somewhere on that website <laughs> um, about, you know, the, the candles start to get really big, really erratic. And you might, you know, it's not about getting out of the very top. Um, it's about taking the chunk in the middle. You know, it's not about take, it's not about getting into the bottom. It's not about picking bottoms. It's not about picking tops. It's about consistently getting that chunk in the middle. It's that's what it's all about. Um, and yeah, there are usually signs when, when things get a bit heavy and be crazy. I scale out when things get pretty nuts. Get some nice art, Cobb. The nice art is generally for the house. My missus doesn't let me take it out of there. Hang a marlin on the wall. That's a good option, but then I'd have to kill one. And I'm not really that keen on killing it anymore. I killed one because it tail wrapped. Other than that, I've not really killed it. Well, I've not killed any. Fundamental or TA, uh, I do both. Uh, I teach trading. Uh, sorry, I teach technical analysis, but I, um, I do my own fundamental analysis. The only reason I don't teach fundamental analysis from what I do, I mean, I might be very good at it, but I've not been doing it long enough to consider myself to be any good. <laughs> it's, it, it's really that simple. Um, we are trying to find some people to help write a fundamentals course uh, with our format so that you guys can have access to it. First, still waiting to do my first cradle trade. Patience is good, but don't overthink it. Thanks, Glenn. I, I am feeling a lot better today. I'm a bit, a bit tired now, but, but I am feeling better. And I'm going to get out of here as soon as I finish this. Uh, my opinion, I find it disappointing that Bitcoin is the main price influence on all other coins. It would be nice if each coin was priced on its merit, but oh well. Yeah, look, I agree with you. Um, but the reality is it's not. <laughs> uh, it, when Bitcoin falls, the rest of the market falls. When Bitcoin goes up, the rest of the market goes up. And, uh, and that's just the way, you know, that's just the way we go for the time being. But you know, we still get moves. We still got opportunities, and that's all I'm interested in. That it will, it will change, uh, but for now, we are, um, we are seeing, uh, seeing some silliness. Really, you following one at all? No, uh, I don't follow anything really. Um, there's, I follow trends, and there's no trend on one that's tradable just yet. We can't go short on one chain. I've heard lots about it. Alex told me some good stuff about one chain. Suggests it's a good project. So um, I'm waiting for some more capital to hit my accounts um, from Fiat in so I can put more money into the market. And I will be looking at one chain at that moment in time to assess the likelihood of long-term success. How do we get access to the Slack group? Mate, first thing, Rob, is you've got to have done the courses. I think you have. And then you just subscribe. It's just in the website under subscriptions. So I've just done the first mentoring uh, session today too, which is basically uh, people that are in the Slack community who've done the courses, they go on the Slack and they can send me to an email address all their trades with their screenshots as that's something that I teach as well as to how to take screenshots and monitor your trades. And, and then I give you feedback. So you get me giving you feedback on your trades. Watch it for those of you that are in there. It's, it's going to be live. It should be live now-ish or in the next 10, 15, 20 minutes. It takes a little while to upload. But um, watch it for, for not just your own trades, but other people's trades too, because it's really good stuff. Why don't you use trend lines when there's a clear one? Uh, I, I don't use trend lines because they're too subjective. Uh, I used to use trend lines. I found them to be too subjective. Uh, my mentor forced me not to. said, look, if you keep doing that, then I won't teach you anymore because I kept on thinking that I knew better. Uh, and I understand. Look, I know there are people out there that I'll say I don't use trend lines and they'll, they'll say the same thing. Like, I, 
I know how to use them. I know better. It's fine. Um, you'll, you'll get there eventually. Um, I'm not here to make you do anything, but I don't use them because what I would do is as price got close to something I was going to do, I'd, I'd tweak the line and make it fit what I wanted. Uh, and dragging a dance partner around the dance floor makes you look like an idiot. Um, trying to tell the market what you want, the market doesn't care. Subjective trend lines are too subjective. They can be drawn all over the place. You know, what trend is it? Oh, there's one here, there's one there, there's one there, they're just different angles. It's too weak. It's, it's not objective. It's not something I'm interested in. In your opinion, how long until the big world economic crash? <sighs> I'll tell you one fact every day that we don't crash, it's the day we get closer. I don't know. Um, I got some friends of mine that run some big desks in. Uh, in Europe and New York. Um, one guy heads up and, and spends a bit of time on the JPM desks all around the world. I was concerned more about uh, consumer debt, um, but that, that's not so much of an issue at the moment. Um, there are other issues at play, mainly the Trump factor and the um, the tariffs that he's putting on. Uh, all those sorts of things are causing uncertainty, but it's the economy is pretty strong at the moment uh, over there. Australia is pretty strong too. Our housing market, our debt's pretty high, um, but our housing market's relatively robust. It's coming. I don't see it happening, uh, you know, right away. But you know, that ain't my world anymore. Um, but when I tell you, people say, "Do you still have money in trading accounts?" Absolutely. Uh, that's why I've moved some across for more to get more crypto. Um, when the market does inevitably have its fall uh, i will be there to trade it because that's the only way you get any sort of volume uh, so volatility similar to crypto is when the markets tank when is a trend a trend when there's a clear series of higher highs and higher lows you have an uptrend when there's a clear series of lower highs and lower down lower lows you have a downtrend do you consider what other traders might be looking for whilst you stalk the charts nope so i don't pay any attention to any other traders and that's not an arrogant thing uh, it's just uh, there's only one person that counts and that's me. I've got myself to a point where I am consistently profitable. I don't need anybody else. Uh, again, it's not because I'm a prick. It's not because I, I don't think I can learn. It's just, I've spent so long uh, getting to a point where you are consistent. Trading's not easy uh, that I, I really don't care what anybody else is thinking because I don't need anyone to cloud my judgment. I just need to focus and do what I do and I'll be fine. If you've just done the cradle, probably best to get the other courses beforehand, mate. You won't get as much um, access, or so you won't get as much benefit from the from the community otherwise. When are you guys including Nugget coming to Brizzy? Uh, I will let you ask Nugget that one. I'm ready for another tour when he is. Horizontals make life easy. Yep, because they're objective. Thanks, Mark. Mr. Cobb, we're not having to look at what color plate at Sushi Train. Family hungry. What? When not having, I'm confused there, Gary. Uh, go the green one if that's what you mean. Has it, legend has it, if you rub Trader Cobb's head in the genuine appear and grant you three successful trades. Incorrect. Thoughts on AI in the markets? I think when AI comes in, when it dominates, I think that's it for, for technical traders. I think that we'll need to have AI running things because we won't any longer have human nature in the market. We will have computer nature in the market. So I think it will be forever evolving and I think it will make a big, big difference. That being said, I think it's a long way out. So we're good to go. Thanks, Gary. No worries, mate. On what time frame? What's on what time frame? Or trend? It doesn't matter the time frame. Higher highs and higher lows, lower highs and lower lows on whatever time frame you're looking at. doesn't matter the time frame. Uh, what exchange you recommend for precious metals? Oh, look, if you're going to trade commodities, um, you, you know, you want to have a look at the big brokers. Um, 
you know, something that's really easy and accessible, CMC Markets, IG, Pepperstone. I think Pepperstone do commodities as well. Um, you've got a lot of the traditional platform. Just look for the one with the tighter spread and you're good to go. If you're talking about trading on margin. Do you make more money from trading or from your courses? Yeah, it's a good question uh, at the moment from the courses because I haven't traced the trade for about a week. <laughs> Usually it's for the time being, I, look, I'd like it that the business makes me more money um, because it means that I'll get more money to trade uh, and it means less pressure, to be honest with you. you know, Having an income from a business is a lot more predictable than it is from trading and uh, more consistent as well. So yeah, at the moment, it's usually when I'm trading, when there's a bunch of trades, it's usually from the trading side of things than it is from the business because the business is still very small. But yeah, I'd love to see this grow. I mean, I'd love to see it grow into a, into a really you know, a big business. Uh, even a medium-sized business would be great. Um, you know, I love, I actually, to be honest with you, I really enjoy the building of the business side more than I enjoy the trading because it's something that's new to me. You know, building a business like this is, it is new and it's exciting and there's a lot of mistakes that I make and I don't know how to do everything. So for me, it's a new challenge. It's very, very uh, appealing. Um, but yeah, as the business grows, I'll be trading larger volumes anyway. So anyone who buys my courses in crypto, that money's never come out. <laughs> you know, I use it to trade, I invest and work like that. Fair question. People are scared. They think, oh, we can't. How can you answer that? Well, just truthfully, <laughs> like everything else. Do you have long-term holds as well as your trading? Absolutely. Yep. Do you ever have days off trading? Absolutely. Days that I don't feel well. There was a trade on Ripple that did a 10 to 1. When was I in Tasmania? Uh, July, I think it was. It was on Ripple. I'd been stalking it in the community for ages, like for a long time. And it set up perfectly. I said, if it does X, Y, Z, did it. I got chronic fatigue syndrome. I was feeling flat that day, really tired, really exhausted. So those days I leave it. That's why I didn't trade Saturday, Sunday or Monday yesterday. Came back to work again today. I didn't get that because I wasn't trading. So yeah, when I don't feel great, I don't trade. When you don't have, like, if you go through a patch where you're getting really poor results, you stop trading then as well. I've got a video out there on that. It's, um, it was put out there across social media and everything. It's, it's, it's available in a, on the website if you dig through. But yeah, I've got a video on how to come back from a losing streak. And part of that video is about taking a break. Um, when you're not performing, you need, to, you need to divide yourself from the market to, uh, to get your sanity, to get your passion, to get everything back in place uh, before you can you know, move forward once more. Did I end up buying the Edencraft? I haven't bought the Edencraft and I haven't bought the Southern 24. I'm still looking at both. It will be, I'm probably looking at a move to Noosa uh, early next year. So at that time, I will assess uh, the situation. I've got to know how much it draws. I was going to do the test drive, uh, but they were going to do it on a Friday. It was an all day event for the Eden, for, for, sorry, for the Southern thing 24 boat talk sorry i'm getting confused thoughts on smsf and bit into crypto um i mean look i'm not a financial advisor so that's very dangerous for me to talk about but i mean a, a managed portfolio in an smsf should be diversified should it not what is the spread of asset allocation of your overall investment portfolio yeah i'm not going to go into the detail on that i do bitcoin and ethereum are my biggest bags because i think they got the longer like the, they seem like more blue chip to me but I, then i got a smattering of um, alts, other alts that I think uh, got potential to grow. With the big world economic crash, any idea what will happen to the crypto markets? Your guess is as good as mine. I would suggest that if it's a lack of trust, like the last one, we might see an influx into crypto, but that's just a, 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 a guess based on historic um, emotion levels and anger that was caused in the last GFC uh, and now they're being an actual outlet for people to move into, whereas there wasn't then. 
if you keep doing what you're doing, I think you'll be huge, mate. Can't wait to do the courses and subscribe. Thanks, David. Appreciate that. We're, we're trying hard. <laughs> uh, a lot of work, but I actually bloody love it. Could you turn your strategies into software, automate your strategies? Yeah, we've got some people that are looking at doing that. I know the Fibonacci boost has been automated by um, by a few people in foreign exchange um, over the years. I know they've done very well for it. But my, my experience with automation is if you don't know the strategy well enough, it's very hard for someone to write it. So you don't come in as a coder and then have success as a trader. You come in as a successful trader and then have success if you're a coder as well. That seems to be the way it goes. Give it a crack. Craig, do you have a contact email, Pim? I can send you some info on AO Trade Program. I can't say publicly, but happy to give you info in private. Uh, yes, Marcus, send it to admin at tradercob.com. It will make its way to me. Boats are good, Justin. You are speaking truth. Uh, when moon? Moon's probably up now. I dare say the moon will be up now. That's exactly the answer that you need, Justin. <laughs> Sorry, Jonathan. Hey, big boy, you're coming along to the Crypto for Blokes dinner Friday, September 28, Brecky Creek Hotel. I haven't been invited, so if the invite comes, I'll... Uh, I'll check it out. Brecky Creek Hotel. Did Cole Chisel write a song about that? I can't remember. Anyway, so I wanted to keep this relatively short to the half hour, which we've got right now. Uh, my main my main thing for here is just I actually I'm, I'm actually quite surprised at how um, positive the uh, the questions and the activity is. Um, tends to be when the market comes off, people get a bit fearful, get, they get a bit upset, they get a bit emotional. That's not the right thing to do. And you guys haven't done that. Um, there's not been any silly questions. Um, there's not been any vents. It's been pretty, pretty good. So whatever you're doing, keep it up and um, don't worry. Like, you know, if you've made good buys, conviction buys, and this is something that you should be focused on. It, it's, these are just bumps in the road. The market's what, 200 billion. It's, it's so tiny guys. Apple's a trillion dollar company. Amazon's a trillion dollar company. They could both buy up, especially Apple. Their debt ratios are pretty low. They could buy the whole crypto market right now. So with that being said, do your research because if you've got money to put in, it's a good time. And you know what? It's also a good time to be learning about other areas. Like I say, if you don't know how to trade, it's probably something you should consider adding to your portfolio. So um, the is open for people to do. Okay, I'll have a look at the Facebook group. So thanks, guys, very much. Jump across to tradercob.com and subscribe to the bi-weekly video news. All you got to do is hit the homepage, scroll to the bottom. Uh, plenty of free content that I send out there, guys. And I'd love to have you in there because it just gets you uh, more of what we put out and it's different, more exclusive content than what we do across social. So um, members that are in there get exclusive offers, bits and pieces like that. So if you're not there, get in, have a good night, and um, see you hopefully next week if I'm feeling up to it. Should be feeling much better now. And thanks for asking. Cheers, guys. The Trader Cobb Crypto Podcast is hosted by Craig Cobb. All Trader Cobb courses, products, and tools can be found at tradercobb.com because experience matters.